Hello, welcome to the new day. This is Breath of Life Daily Podcast. My name is April D. Bird. I'm a writer and the creator of Breath of Life Daily Online Journal, also known as Bold Journal. I like to share inspired thoughts and ideas that I have and the lessons that I pick up through experiences. That's what Bold Journal is about. Hi, great day. Welcome to the podcast. So, I will get straight into it. This morning, well, I shouldn't say this morning because I didn't sleep all night. I stayed up from last night until four o'clock this morning. And what was I doing? I was up writing an article and I was back. My intention was to write and get this podcast out the day before, but I was up like right back to back. I was going to sleep because usually when I stay up, you know, I get a headache and, um, you know, I have to sleep, sleep a little bit more so I can get the full sleep, full functioning power of my brain. But I ended up just going off, going ham on this talking about passion because I watched something and I am such a believer now, such a fan of this show. So I watched something on TV. It's a TV show called Lovecraft Country. And they have this episode called I Am. The first episode that I really love is called The Holy Spirit. And mind you, let me just put out this disclaimer that this show is on HBO and it is gory. There's a whole big story behind that. But anyway, this particular episode it blessed my life. It blessed my whole soul. Okay. <laughs> so the, I guess with me, the symbolism that I see in this show, like a lot of the things, they're just really symbolic of, you know, doing the healing work and the empowerment, you know, that we have. I think the tagline of the show is actually take back your legacy. So Anyways, this show is very empowering. I end up writing a post about the particular story, um, talking about Afrofuturism and different, just different things on a different platform that I write with. And I ended up staying the whole night. And I realized that when, as, as a writer, as a creator, like when that passion takes over me like when I just feel so compelled so fired up to actually to actually write something and actually express all the emotions that I feel everything that I'm feeling about this particular topic then that is just mm, it's it's great it's great (laughs) and and it takes over me I feel that that is the best moment to create and to stay focused you know and I think that kind of creative power is just divine you know it's absolutely divine and so like I said I end up staying up to like 4 a.m and and getting right back up at like 8 a.m like around noon I think I was inspired you know with this podcast and everything that I wanted to talk about and wanted to share here. And so it's basically about passion, about passion work, you know? And so what I realized is that I, for a long time, have been trying to 
um, especially as a writer, especially as somebody who creates content to, to put out content and to, you know, to try to be on top of things like having a, having a schedule or, you know, trying to meet a deadline for certain things, especially when, when work is assigned. But the thing is, it's like, there is nothing like working and operating in passion. Like it is a beautiful thing, especially when it's a part of your divine purpose. It's a part of your divine passion. Like it's your gift or whatever. And so what I started to realize, like I've been trying to for so long to get there. It's like being on this journey of just trying to get there, you know, hopefully y'all understand, but trying to get there fast, you know, or trying to get something out fast. And so what I realized is instead of trying to get there fast, the goal should be to get there focused, you know, to actually get there where I want to be where I, you know, feel like I'm being led to in a focused manner and just focus and just get in that zone. And so like, I realized like so much of my disappointment was feeding into things and just feeling like, you know, things should happen when I thought that they should happen or, you know, I should have things done or out at a certain time. And, you know, like just for the sake of having it out or just for the sake of getting it done at this specific time and all that's good is in good and well, you know, and it has its place, but it's like, one thing is that it's like when I realize like whenever I'm passionate about a thing or anything, my best work comes out, like my absolute best work comes out. And I realize like when I'm in the zone you know, that creative, passionate, enlightened place. Like, like I was saying, I went to sleep at 4 a.m., you know, like, so it's okay to exceed time. And I, and it took me so long because I was actually watching, um, the young lady, Anajua. So hold up, wait a minute. I had to stop it right there because I realized that I seriously butchered her name. I believe the correct pronunciation of um, Anjanu Ellis, Ellis's name is Anjanu. Okay, back to the pod. Ellis, she just had like different um, interviews and stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. And so she is the star of the show and the specific content that I was talking about and writing about in the posts I was right that I was writing about, it really kind of centered around her and her narrative, but it was so reflective of just so many things reflective of so many things. And so I think like that, that feeling like I have to get it done doesn't work. But when I'm in that zone of just passion and enlightenment, that is when I absolutely, I just flow, you know, like it's a place of flow. And so I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, like putting, putting some structure behind my life and my creative work is not going to benefit me. Like, but what I am saying is that like working and passion is that it always leads me right. It always leads me in the right place and it always creates miracles for me. So like, like working in passion is a thing, right? So it's a thing, you know, they have this, this saying work hard, not smart work, work, work smart, not hard. I think, and you know, I'm, I'm here for that or whatever. 
And But the thing is that I realized working hard is a thing. Working smart is a thing. But working with passion is everything. It is absolutely everything to actually be working in your passion and actually be working in your vein. Like it's something about that moment where you you're ignited and like something like something inside of you. It just it's it's lit up. It's lit up. And I get that like as a writer, as a creative with different things, wanting to express you know, the different things. I get that. And so I love it. So that's why I end up staying up so late and being like, you know what? It doesn't matter. You know, if I don't get a lot of sleep, I would rather get this done right now than to actually be worried about sleep because I am so fired up. And so, you know, that's fine. You know, it, 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 it has its place. And so the thing is like, whenever I have work in passion, Everything that I've done in passion and I really felt it, it's always produced amazing results and just just blew my mind. Like it led me um, closer to my purpose and the things and people that are just in my vein, right? Like, and, and the reason why I say that is because when I was thinking about all this, I thought back to... You know, every time I've created something in passion, every time I was so passionate about something and I really just worked, worked in that vein. Like, so I remember back in the day, I'm not sure what year it is, maybe it was maybe about four or five, six years ago, maybe the minute because I've been shrinking myself, as it said on the, on the TV show that I was watching. But okay, so I created a blog right back in the day when I was really getting started with writing. I was really excited to be putting out content and like just, I was really getting into blogging and the internet even more, you know, and content creation and all this stuff like that. So I created a blog about um, black writers creating narratives, you know, and it was called Black Woman Rising. And so the framework, I pulled the framework from that movie, The Help, um, basically was talking about how that lady wrote a story, but you know, it was her story, you know what I'm saying? But I contrasted that with Maya Angelou's poem, um, Still I Rise, you know, um, she had that poem. And so the blog, um, it was actually an extension, um, something that I entered in a blogging contest. And so I was inspired to do a video to go along with the blog, like that above and beyond. It's like, not only am I going to make this a blog, like I'm going to actually make this visual, you know, so people can get an idea of what I'm actually talking about when I say that like black women are rising in this thing. And that's on my, my other YouTube page. But that was the real first time that I felt that passion and I just leaned into it, you know, and like I was inspired to, you know, go above and beyond and do a video to go along with it. And so in addition to actually winning the actual blog contest um, and winning like some money, you know, that I otherwise wouldn't have had if I hadn't have actually entered in the first place, you know, so in addition to me winning some money, I remember um, tweeting the actual link to the video 
to Ava DuVernay. So I tweeted her the link and I believe she liked it and she retweeted it and she actually ended up following me back on Twitter. Like she still follows me to this day. So shout out, (laughs) shout out to her. Like I love her work, like just getting into that creative vein and what she does, like amazing storyteller amazing storyteller right and so like that was something that was so significant to me like I was in this vein and I actually won a contest I got to connect with somebody that is a part of that same vein and so like just me pursuing what I'm passionate about it actually also led me to being a writer you know, with Trey Anthony Studios for her blog that she had. And so like, if if you're not familiar with her or anything, she is an NAACP award-winning writer and creator herself, you know? So like, just to kind of connect with somebody that was in the same vein, doing what what I'm doing and, you know, being honored in in their field, I think it always working in passion and realizing that, you know, this is my vein has always really just worked for me. And it's it's only now, like, as it's being fired back up in me through this particular program that I'm like, wow, like, I really need to stop playing with life, stop dripping. <laughs> and so, like, I also remember just last year, just last year, I remember um, being on a set of this major production, you know, as a background actor, cause I do like background acting. I was actually on the set of the, the program that inspired me to, to write the post that end up leading to me talking about passion on this podcast. Anyway, we'll get into that <laughs> later. So I remember being, this is a totally different po- production and this is a huge production that hasn't even came out yet I think it's supposed to be coming out in 2020 but we'll get to that road when we cross it but I remember being there right even just stepping into that um like the holding room where they keep the background actors and everything like that I remember that whole environment like just really speaking to me and just feeling like overwhelmed with this spirit of purpose. Like I was created for this very moment, you know, and like God was revealing to me through that environment, just the power of storytelling, you know, and and that I was created to be a storyteller. Like, and the, the interesting thing is like, I've been creating all of my life. I've been creating all of my life. And it didn't, I didn't actually realize it until I got on that set and that it all kind of came together, you know, that I was in this vein of work where like, it's where I actually needed to be. It was where I needed to be. And so the reason why I say the specific vein of work is because I realized that this is is media also right it's a podcast so like I realized that even Breath of Life Daily starting off as a blog or whatever that Breath of Life Daily is actually me telling the story while I'm on the journey you know and it's ultimately me sharing revelations and ranting while I'm in the moment 
you know, and the experience or otherwise when I feel the passion to do so. Like I'm recording now and it's 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 late, it's nighttime, but I, I wanted to <laughs> record earlier. There there were some distractions, but the thing about it, I feel like this is so worthy to be shared. And it's like I feel like it's it's something that's a revelation for me and it's something that I'm I'm very passionate about. So here I am recording it and I just realized that you know all that has been a part of me. And and I don't know specifically who it all may reach, you know, but if somebody can relate to it or like even feel empowered, then I'm all the way here for it. I'm actually here for it, you know, because the thing is, we're all storytellers in some form, each and every one of us, like you're a storyteller in, in one way or another or another. It, like we're all witnesses, we are all to be witnesses because that's what scripture says, right? That's what the word says, like that we're all witnesses. And so it's like, if we are aware and we operate in this vein of being a witness intentionally, then it's how we win. It's actually how we win. It's like going for that and knowing that, you know, that's something that needs to be gone for. And that's something that needs to be done, you know. And so even the reason why I say we're all storytellers and we're all witnesses, because um, like even in the Bible, even actually in Second Corinthians 3 verse 2, um, Paul is talking about, he says, you yourselves are written epistles, right? And so the word epistle, it refers to a poem or other literary work in the form of a letter or a series of letters, right? And so, so no matter what form of storytelling you take or, or witnessing that you do, just know that, you know, like, you're like a series. Your life is like a TV show. It's like a book, you know, or even a movie. You know, people say our life is like a movie. You know, people have their life flashing back before their eyes before, you know, it, it's about to end or, you know, they have the near death experience or whatever. And so anyway, while Paul was talking about the people of God being like a letter read by everyone it's important to understand that God is the ultimate author, author and finisher of our faith, which is really like our life because we're walking daily in faith, right? We're walking daily in faith. So our lives are just created for that. Our lives are created for that to manifest the glory of God. We are actually here our lives are actually created to make manifest the glory of God. And it's why each of us has the different passions that we have and we have the different gifts that we have. And so Hebrews 12, 12, 12, 2, I'm sorry. Hebrews 12, 2 reads, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Who for joy, who for the joy set before him, endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. 
So there's that passion again. Like when I look at that verse, Hebrews 12 two, that passion is in there. They even had a movie, the passion of the Christ. Like, so to me, that specific passage, this is how it breaks down, right? So it says, Jesus, let us, let us fix our eyes. First of all, let us focus. And I I just caught that because I'm, I'm talking about focus, but I'm actually talking about passion, like how it it helps us to not be distracted when we have that passion. But I think focus is so important to pay attention and it's so important to be focused because it's not about getting anywhere fast. It's about being focused in that specific moment. So anyway, Hebrews 12, 2 said, it reads, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author So Jesus is writing this story. Jesus is writing this narrative, you know, like ultimately God is leading and directing our paths, right? So he is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Like he is the perfecter of our walk. Our walk is complete and our faith is complete in God. So, so Jesus specifically who for, for the joy set before him, For the joy set before him, he's not looking at what's around him right now and, you know, all the persecution and all these things, but he's looking at the ultimate goal, the ultimate prize, that thing that is just driving him, right? But the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, scorning its shame. So I don't know if y'all have ever been in a, a very passionate state but it's like when you're in that passionate state, it doesn't care. It doesn't matter like what's going on. It doesn't matter what anybody has to say about anything. You are in creation mode and you love that thing that you're doing. You're loving that thing that you're so here for. And it's like it almost engulfs you. Like you're engulfed with it. So I feel like that, that scorning the shame is like, it doesn't even matter. None of that doesn't even matter. So scorning its shame, you know, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Like there's the glory. I was talking about making manifest that glory. Like imagine being at God's right hand. I feel like when we're operating in passion, we are so close to God and we're so connected to God because it's like the spirit of God is just flowing through us, you know, when we're working, when we're, when we're operating, you know? And so I just feel like, you know, there's that passion, there's that passion. And so while I get hype on passion, y'all. I get very hype on passion and I'm talking about being consumed by passion and all these things. I do have to acknowledge that while passion has its power um, to be too consumed is it in it, you know, almost has its pitfalls. It almost has its pitfalls. But the thing about it is just like. It's, it's important to stay focused because it's so easy to get distracted. Like when, even if 
we are in that passion and we're in that moment and we're doing that things. Because I know, for example, for me, uh, like being a writer and creating content, I want to get different perspectives and I want to, you know, research different things so I can break down more of you know, what I'm trying to process or or what I'm trying to actually express just to have those different sides and different facets of it. So I might go on the internet and be searching like, you know, for different things that are related to what I'm looking for so I can have a better understanding of the context of, you know, what that thing is that I'm talking about that I can apply to, you know, what I'm actually sharing. So I think it's so easy to get distracted from focus, you know, and it's so easy to get concerned with that. But like, don't be concerned like with the speed of stuff. Don't be actually concerned with the speed and how fast you get it done. Be preoccupied with focus, with the actual focus of it. Like Beyonce has this song, um, Upgrade You, where it's like, focus on your focus, I can feed you. Like that's actually the lyric. But the thing is, God can upgrade us and feed us better than anybody can, including Beyonce at all times. Like God is so here for us to write this narrative and to perfect our faith and be the author and the finisher of our faith. It is amazing. So it's, 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 it, while it's easy to get distracted, just try your best, your absolute best. Like speaking of time, it may take less time to, you know, actually focus and be less distracted while you're in this passion mode. Cause I know when I go looking for things, I might see something else on Facebook and be like, Oh, like <laughs> get caught up with that or, or get caught up with a different post or whatever. But it's, it's very imperative to focus during that time. And while I'm talking about staying up and not sleeping sometimes and not eating sometimes, because like the examples that I was sharing earlier about me actually not, um, well, about me, you know, winning the blog contest and me ended up working with um, Trey or whatever. Um, during those moments, I like for that specific blog, I remember just working like almost 24 hours on that thing just to get it done. So like that is is an extreme case. And I feel like for me, sometimes that might have to be the case if I am feeling a certain type of way, but I do have to be mindful. It is, is it's very important to be mindful. I'm not gonna, you know, sit here and be like, you know, the passion has to have it and think that, you know, I don't actually have to <laughs> put some structure to my life and like, you know, make it work how it should work. But in this thing, I will say that what I'm learning is that it's important to make provision for your passion. And so when I say make provision for your passion, even if it's something as simple as sitting in a chair, because I will be honest with me, most of the time I will be writing from my bed and I will be like, Laying in a position where I have like my feet (laughs) and I don't know, like I'm just like leaning forward into the actual position where I'm like having my feet tucked up under me and I'm just like right and I'm laying there like that. And so that 
is not something that is conducive. What I got today was to actually sit up because I have a desk now. So if you have a desk, like try to be writing at your desk or try to be doing whatever you're doing, you know, sitting up somewhere. (laughs) So I know that might be trivial, but for me, like I actually need to be realizing that, you know, it's better for me to actually take a posture uh, of getting it done. Like I'm actually working, I'm actually doing something and getting out of that, that comfort zone or, or that specific position of comfort. So like just saying, make provision for your passion. If you have to sit up straight, sit up straight, sit at a desk if possible and get that work done, you know, and another gravely important thing that I've realized is meal prep for me in those in those moments of passion work and you know just continuously writing for hours and things of that nature and sometimes I won't eat and that's not healthy that's not healthy at all and the crazy reason why I won't eat is because although there is food in there thank god in the refrigerator or wherever it's like I I have these things and these items where it's going to take me time to prepare it and I know that sounds lazy <laughs> I know that sounds lazy y'all but I feel like that time that I take to prepare an actual meal while I'm in the middle of my zone is like, it's like tedious for me to like actually take away from what I'm doing. And it's like, it gets so good that I won't, I don't want to take away from what I'm doing. I don't want to take the time and go fix something to eat or whatever like that. So, you know, there's that. But the thing is what I realized is a, a method to like make provision for my passion is to actually meal prep. So there's this thing called meal prepping where, you know, I'll be able to fix food in advance. You know, you can get you some Tupperware or or whatever, like make you a sandwich, put it in some sandwich bags, you know, stuff like that. So you, something that's like quick grab and go, you just prepare it ahead of time. So you know, it, 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 it's not that time consuming to get out of the zone, you know, to, to step out of the zone. And I think that that skipping meals, it is, it's not good. You know, it's, it, it's healthier, healthier for me to actually eat something than to not eat anything at all because, and it's, it's better to like actually be be not skipping out on sleep, you know? So whatever can be done to make provision for your passion, if you feel like you're going to be inspired. I mean, it's it's not easy to tell when you're going to be inspired, but I think um, like with me just keeping in the vein of things, sometimes I will um, schedule an email, like maybe schedule emails or schedule these things to send out so, you know, they can go out automatically. Like, automate some things like meal prep is a form of automation where you're like setting it up in advance so it's like it's important to to automate stuff because skipping meals and you know skipping sleep all the time is just not the way it's not like it's the all the time thing where I get inspired but it's very important to just make provision for your passion 
because there can be a potential pitfall if we get so passionate or we get so motivated that we are just not not doing <laughs> you know look if if we can't um if we're not eating right or sleeping right or anything like that taking care of our bodies like we should then that it that defeats the purpose yeah, all all the passion in the world will not like take care of your body for you we have to take care of our bodies and take care of ourselves so we can continue to experience this passion so although i'm saying like passion work is the thing and passion work it hits differently it's important to make provision for your passion but i'm so excited about you know being passionate again about like being revved up about goals about dreams about different things of this nature and so i i it's like a vision you know it's like that vision from god how i was saying like god is the author and the finisher god is the storyteller the ultimate storyteller it's important to just follow the lead of god and so i feel like i'm in that vein with with what i'm naturally good at what i'm with what i'm naturally gifted at <laughs> and so i i know i've just ran it on for some time but I just pray that, you know, you stay focused, work in passion, seek to work in passion um, at all costs, however you can. Like whenever you feel like, you know, you want to create something or you want to express something in those moments, in those times that we get that inspiration don't be hesitant to jump on it. You know, don't be hesitant to just go for it and get that thing done in the moment. Cause I know with me, sometimes if I let an, an, those ideas sit or I let those ideas lay dormant, they will never see the light of day. I have so many things, so many notebooks and things like that, that have never actually saw the light of day. And so it's, it's just important to just operate in passion. Like I say, passion work, it just hits differently. So I pray that you continue to stay focused. I pray that you continue to operate in passion and continue to make provision for your passion ahead of time in prayer and having that relationship with God and being led, you know, by the spirit. So that's all I really wanted to say. All I really wanted to share. I know it's been <laughs> a lot of sharing, um, but hopefully you enjoy the podcast and definitely um, hit me up with your comments, with your inquiries or whatever um, at Bold Journal on all social media networks. Um, and of course, until next time, be blessed and all the best to you all. Okay, bye. Many blessings. Thank you again for listening. You can check out this podcast at breathoflifedaily.com and you can connect and continue the conversation with Breath of Life Daily online on all social media networks at Bold Journal. Write down what you have. So I, I'm going to go ahead and tell the story. I'm trying to tell it straight. You know how it comes to me. So anyways, how it comes to me. I'm in the kitchen, right? 
I just actually got done with my therapy session um, because I have a therapist that I talk to every week. And so I'm in the kitchen and like there's this thing with my therapist. I haven't really been (laughs) doing the actual work she's been telling me to do. And it's been simple work. Like she broke it down to the simplest, just do this, right? And that thing is to write affirmations. But she wants me to write the affirmations. At first she said 50, but then she was like, you know, just do 25 a day. Just write them down. Because I was initially like, um, instead of writing them, can I just like write them and then just like recite them daily? And even when she was lenient on that, I didn't actually write them down. Like I didn't even recite them. I didn't say it verbally. And so I finally agreed today. And she's like, it's important. I know you don't, I know you just want to say them, but it's important that you actually write them down. And she was kind of just breaking down the power of if I write them down, like what effects that takes versus me just saying it versus me just saying it. And so I, I stopped the session. I'm like, cool. I agree to write it down or whatever. And, you know, I start back doing my work after the session. And I got hungry. And so usually when I get hungry in the middle of working, I don't eat. And I just shared that on the last pod about, you know, me being me taking the time to actually fix food when I'm in my mode of of trying to get work done. So I actually I was like, you know what, I'm going to go eat because if I don't go eat now, I'm just not going to go eat. And so I'm in the kitchen. I walk in the kitchen And I started fixing food because I got an idea to like something simple that I can make and, you know, realizing I've been tripping on, you know, thinking that I need other things. That's a message right there. Thinking that I need other things to make what I can make that will actually be satisfying for the moment. And so I come in the kitchen and I start looking around up in the cabinet. And so I was talking about meal prep on the last thing too and so I'm looking up in the cabinet to see that I have this specific item and then when I did that some things that I actually have like I was thinking of recipes I could use with what I have like when I when I was looking in the cabinet I'm like oh I have these um kidney beans or whatever I have these so I can I have this and this and I can like make this one day or whatever so I was inspired by that looking at that And so I had this thought and it's very simple, but at the same time, it's very profound right now. So I had the thought to write what you have down, write what you have down. And I'm thinking in the terms, in the context of like the different ingredients that I have to actually make different things or, you know, the different kinds of food that I can put together and make a meal but honestly, the the thought to write what I have down, that also applies to those affirmations. Because honestly, if we think about it, affirmations and us taking the time to write those down, affirmations are what we've ha- what we have. Affirmations are what we have. Because we can be told a different thing all of our lives. We can grow up a different way and keep hearing the negative 
all of our lives. Keep the, keep hearing or be focused on what we don't have all of our lives. That kind of shape our thinking and it creates limits for us. But in actuality, when we state those affirmations, affirmations are really just confirming who and what we are in God and what we're capable of in God, right? And so we affirm that I am that thing. I have this thing and I this is how I'm going to use it or whatever. But I just, when I got that again, back in my spirit to write what you have down, write what you have down, it really hit me again on top of already having a therapy session where it's like, okay, I'm going to actually take the time to write this down, man. actually take the time to write this thing down. So in the terms of me writing what I have down and organizing it, organizing it in a way to say, I have this and this and this, I can put this together like this. I think it blesses me now to see that those affirmations the message really is those affirmations are going to allow me to use what I have when I actually write them down. When I actually, she wants me to go over them um, 25 times a day or whatever, or, you know, actually write them down. And so I think that is so powerful. Like that is the lesson of the day. That is like the word of the day to write what you have down. My therapist wanted me to do it. But I think, you know, anybody who's listening or whatever, y'all should really take the time to, to, to see the importance of this as well. Like write those things that you have down, make sure that you're doing your affirmations daily, make sure, cause that, that it reprograms and reprocesses and helps you see, you know, those things that you think you don't have, it helps you focus on what you do have and maximize that to the greatest extent. So write what you have down. Like with affirmations, you may have been told you don't have these things or you think you don't have, or it's so easy to see what we don't have, but looking at the things that I actually do have and taking that time to write them down, that's going to be a game changer. And I just know what I, I, I just heard it. And it's it's simple, but the thing about it is, it's going to be powerful and it's going to be effective to write what I actually have down. And so I'm excited about the journey. I'm definitely going to be writing it down now since it was like double confirmed in my spirit. But yeah, I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share that word. And I usually post a blog post, but I've been doing more podcasts lately. So definitely get at me. Um, if you are somebody that has written down and and has like actually written down your affirmations. If you're somebody that's really like way more organized than I am, let me know the results that you have had and just writing it down and just getting it done. Even the scripture says, write the vision, make it plain, write the vision, make it plain. So like, I think there that is again, right there. And so I didn't look at it in that context, but I'm glad it kind of just fell to me in that context of, Hey, when you write it down, it's going to be powerful. When you write it down, <laughs> it's going to change the game. I think even um, Erica Badu, like she tweeted one time, like when you write it down, like, mm, I don't know what the tweet is, but I think I'll share that on the blog post. But um, <laughs> I do post uh, resources in the blog post that um, from the podcast that I share on the site 
that you can actually see what I'm talking about as opposed to just hearing. So yeah, if you haven't uh, went to breathoflifedaily.com and, and saw the actual blog post there, there are additional resources there. But anyways, I hope this blesses y'all today. Um, and I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, write down what you have. Write down what you have. I'm about to start doing this and I just know it's going to change the game. So I pray all the best for you. Peace and blessings. Go live life to the fullest. It's a new day. If you're seeing it, you know, you have life. You have the ability to change the game. All right. So talk to you soon. Until next time. Bye.